0: On the drive to the airport, the man tossed from the Range Rover a styrofoam coffee cup and the cellophane wrapper from a Little Debbie's cinnamon raisin roll. This happened at 80 miles an hour in breakneck traffic on the interstate, so Twilly was unable to pull over and retrieve the trash. By now, he had ditched his dirty black pickup and rented a generic maroon Chevrolet Corsica, of which there were no fewer than half a million on the highways of South Florida during tourist season. Twilly enjoyed feeling inconspicuous behind the wheel. For the sake of appearances, he even spread a road map upside down across his lap. He followed the litterbug all the way to the airport parking garage and by foot into the terminal. Twilly shouldn't have been surprised to see the man greeted affectionately at the Delta Gate by a top-heavy blonde woman with a Gucci overnighter, but Twilly was surprised and a bit pissed off. Why, he didn't know. He drove back to the litterbug's house and waited for the wife-girlfriend to make a move. She came out, wearing a short tennis ensemble and carrying not one but three oversized rackets. Twilly watched her slide into a black BMW that her husband-boyfriend must have leased to replace. Temporarily, Twilly felt certain, the ruined red one. After she was gone, Twilly slipped through the hedgerow into the backyard and scoped out the window jams, which were wired for an alarm. He wasn't concerned. Based on his observations of Litterbug and wife-girlfriend, Twilly had a hunch the alarm wasn't set and sure enough, neither of them had remembered to lock the laundry room door which Twilly nudged open. No sirens, beeps, or whistles went off. Twilly stepped inside and listened for a maid or a cook or a nanny. Through a doorway he could see into the kitchen. While there was no sign of movement, Twilly thought he heard breathing. Hello, he called. He had a story ready. County code inspector checking for hurricane shutters. Saw the door ajar, got worried, etc., the occasion, Twilly had worn a thin plain necktie and a white short sleeved shirt. Hello? he said again, louder. An enormous jet black dog trotted around the corner and clamped onto his right calf. It was a Labrador retriever, the largest Twilly had ever seen, with a face as broad as a bear's. Twilly was annoyed with himself for failing to anticipate an oversized house pet because it fit Litterbug's profile. He remained motionless and unflinching in the dog's grip. Bad dog! he said, vainly hoping the animal would be intimidated by his composure. No, was Twilly's next cry. Bad boy, bad boy! Never before had he been attacked by a dog that didn't growl or even snarl. He took the Labrador by its silky ears. You made your point, now let go! The dog glanced up with no discernible hostility. Twilly expected to feel more pain, but the lab actually wasn't biting down very hard instead it held on with an impassive stubbornness as if twilly's hide were a favored old sock i haven't got time for games twilly thought bending over the dog he locked both arms around its barrel-sized midsection and hoisted it clear off the tile he suspended the dog in an upside-down hug its ears slack hind legs straight in the air until it let go when he put the dog down it seemed more dizzy than enraged twilly stroked the crown of its head Immediately, the lab thumped its tail and rolled over. In the refrigerator, Twilly found some coal cuts which he placed on a platter on the kitchen floor. Then he went prowling through the house. From a stack of unopened mail in the front hall, he determined that the litterbug's name was Palmer Stoat and that the woman was his wife, Deserada. Twilly moved to the master bedroom to get a better sense of the relationship. The Stoats had a four-poster bed with a frilly gossamer canopy, which Twilly found excessive. "'On one nightstand were a novel by Ann Tyler and a stack of magazines, "'Town and Country, Gourmet, Vanity Fair, and Spin. "'Twilly concluded that this was Mrs. Stoat's side of the bed. "'In the top drawer of the nightstand were a half-smoked joint, "'a tube of Vaseline, a pack of plastic hair clips, "'and a squeeze bottle of expensive skin moisturizer. "'On the other nightstand Twilly saw no reading material of any type, "'a fact that jibed with his impressions of the litterbug.' Neatly arranged inside the drawer were a battery-operated nose hair clipper, a loaded thirty eight caliber revolver, a Polaroid camera, and a stack of snapshots that appeared to have been taken by Palmer Stote while he was having sex with his wife. Twilly found it significant that, in all the photographs, Stote had one-handedly aimed the lens at his own naked body and that the most to be seen of the wife was an upraised knee or the pale hemisphere of a buttock or a tangle of auburn hair.